I grew up in Huleco, a little unincorporated community in North Alabama, about 30 miles due south of Decatur, in reach of other little communities and towns and cities like Joppa, Cateco, Arab, Coleman, Decatur, and Huntsville. From kindergarten to eighth grade, I attended Ryan School, a small school of about 100 to 150 students in any given year. Nestled in Morgan County at Ryan's Crossroads, Ryan School opened in 1888 and closed in 2011. That's 123 years of history, and about nine years of that is my own. Those years at Ryan were special to me and to all of us who attended. I intend to do a special series about the school next year on this podcast after my summer hiatus. And to warm up, I thought I would visit my cousins, Christy Garrison and Kenula Hicks, who not only went to school at Ryan, but whose mother, Aunt Faye, also taught fourth and fifth grade at Ryan School for over 20 years until she retired. And she was honestly one of the best teachers I've ever had. So, Christy, Kenula, and I set out ostensibly (laughs) to talk about Ryan memories in this episode. But the conversation covers a variety of other topics. From real estate, Kenula is a superstar realtor, to traveling, Christy is quite the traveler and the adventurer, to stereotypes about Southerners. And we laugh a lot. (laughs) There is just something about cousins, that bond that is so special. I love these two women. I love Christy. I love Kenula. And I loved our time together at Kenula's beautiful home on that Saturday morning just a few weeks ago in Decatur, Alabama. And I really appreciate both of you, if you're listening, for doing this. Please enjoy our cousin antics. It was super fun. All right, here we are in Decatur, Alabama with my two beautiful, wonderful cousins, Christy, I almost say Christy Hicks, <laughs> Christy Garrison and Kenula Hicks. I knew them as Ellenbergs, but now they're, they're married, so they've got different names. And the reason I wanted to come up here and talk to you guys, they were like, we don't have anything important to say. Why are you You're talking to us? Boring, yeah. You're not boring. You're not interesting. <laughs> there are a lot of things I want to talk about, but I plan on doing a series about Ryan School where we all went. Didn't you go there too? I did, yeah. yeah. We all went there, but you and you went through eighth grade, mm-hmm. and then you went to ARAB. And so yes. We'll talk I went about to that. Brewer a couple years, and then Me too. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I want to talk about Ryan because your mother and my aunt taught there at Faye. And I think we have a lot of memories. But I also want to talk about what y'all are doing because I think you're both very interesting. (laughs) Kenula is a real estate agent and also a pampered chef. Yeah, that's for fun. That's what's fun. (laughs) I know. Yeah, like I do the podcast for fun. Yeah. 
I would buy stuff and participate more in Pampered Chef, but I don't like to cook and I hate to cook. <laughs> I'm but basic. I love, yeah. yeah, I love promoting it and, you know, telling everybody you do it. Yeah, thank and, you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk more about that. And Christy is in, you teach English, right? Yes. English teacher for third? Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yeah. Just, aw. Okay, so we're going to talk about all that. How are y'all doing? Doing great. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. I'm so glad the sun's shining today. And uh, oh, Kendall no has a little bit of work going on in her house, so if we hear any drilling yes, or people walking back and forth, I apologize. You might hear a saw in the background. It should be okay. We have a bathroom renovation going on right now, so. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's get started. What I want to ask you this. When you think of Ryan's school, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? I just think of fun. I think of good memories of running wild. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy in a school, but back then, it wasn't like it is today where everything was so structured. And you actually had free time mm -hmm. that we just got to play and be kids. Yeah. I think about just really family. Because I think about growing up. It was such a small school. And then you go there from kindergarten to eighth grade, and it's really, you're like a family with those kids. I, mean, I still remember a lot of my classmates' birthdays. and yeah. Um, Same, yeah. Yeah, so I just, it was, we had like 17 children. Yeah, yeah. I think I had 18 kids that I graduated in my eighth grade with. class. Yeah. Oh, I think there were only, when I got to eighth grade, I think we only had like 10 or 12. There was one year that I think they had five in their eighth grade class. It was, it was such a small school, but I think about family, and just fun too. It was also kind of felt like really we we ran the place because mother was a <laughs> teacher there. Was a teacher and like, <laughs> was Uncle Pete? No, he wasn't a principal there when I was there, was he? He was when I taught there. I actually got the privilege of going back and teaching. Did you there teach for, it, Ryan? I did for one year. Before they oh. with my mother, how awesome was that? That's what was that like? It was great. Like if. <laughs> Because I didn't know what I was doing. I was a brand new teacher. I was 22 years old. And I'd have a problem and I'd go knock on her door and be like, I need some help. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I remember mom, she would go to PE with us and play softball in her high heel shoes. And <laughs> yes, did she? Yes. <laughs> she played on the red dirt out there in her heels. But back then, you know. She you always a, wore a dress. Yes. You didn't have a planning period. And the teachers also no had No planning to, period? No. The teachers also had to teach PE as well. They didn't get a break from the children all day. Oh my God. Yeah. She Until like, you got into like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. the younger kids, they're, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember Aunt Faye. She was my, well, I had a lot of, I love Miss Bowling, of course. Of we course. She's Ms. the bomb. <laughs> but Faye, I remember a lot of the stuff that I still know as an adult, I learned in her class. She was such a good teacher. She like, was. I remember learning the states. I remember having that thing. It was, it was like a shape. Like you had this, put the states into the little puzzle and everything. And <laughs> I remember learning that, oh, y'all remember this? Choctaw, Choctaw Cherokee, Cherokee, Chickasaw Creek. Creek. These <laughs> are the Indians. <laughs> this is their beat. And I stabbed, my, we do it with pencils. Yes, yes. I remember. I stabbed myself in the chin with a pencil. <laughs> and the lead broke off in my chin. And I started crying because I thought I was going to get lead poisoning. And I remember Aunt Faye comforting me. Aww. Yeah, she, she I, has said she would rock students. I mean, things that she did back in the day, you absolutely could not do today. But she would rock them and just, they I were would. like her, they were like her <laughs> children. I don't care. I'm two years away from retiring. I just do what I want with my babies. <laughs> You're so young to retire. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you, are you not supposed to, like, can you not rock them? You have to, you just have to be very careful because of the way that things are these days. And yeah. that things will be said, but I'm just like, I don't care. 
I'm just gonna love on my babies. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Faye being. I remember what I loved. I, I got I, in my mind everything's all confused because she was my aunt and I loved her and she was my teacher and I loved her. But I, I have memories that may be from school or may not be from school. But I remember her singing. Does she still sing? Oh, yeah. Yes. And she had a recording. I don't know where she did it. Maybe at Six Flags. But remember the one? Opryland. Opryland. Yes. And it was that uh, Anne Murray song. You needed me. You need me. I remember that. Y'all, every time I, I hear that, I think of Faye. You just triggered a memory in my mind. I remember that. Yeah. I was actually talking about that the other day with Derek. So. Really? Yes. That is just so neat. I don't know. We were on one of our little trips, and we were listening to some old country music yeah and i had to find that song and play it for him I'm like mom actually recorded this one <laughs> it was so good she, she had a that beautiful really, voice she's a beautiful kind of alto she's talented you know she plays the piano see, she I can play the that. banjo wait really yes <laughs> see that's what i miss about like we're we're i guess i should explain that ryan school is in north alabama <laughs> at I guess Ryan's Crossroads is what the is that what it's, is it? I don't know Highway 67. You like Alabama? Yeah, very it's small close town. down. But we all grew up up here in North Alabama in Hulaco area. Yeah. But I remember like music being a big part of of, of my life. All the memories, yes. Yeah. Riding to school with me jamming oh, with the radio and I can't <laughs> sing a bit, but I just make a joyful noise. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> But that was yeah. One of my see. This is gonna go. This is gonna go all over the place, and I don't care. I want it to. That's fine. Um, K through eight was what Ryan was, right? Yes. K through eight, mm -hmm. small, maybe a hundred and fifty students yeah. at a time. Maybe. Yeah, I know we we were struggled because they threatened to close it down for years if you didn't get enrollment up to one fifty. You know. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. And then they finally did close mm -hmm. it. Yeah. How long has it been closed now? I don't know for sure. It's been a number of years though, but it's almost a decade or a little bit longer. Probably. Probably. And somebody yeah. recently bought it, right? Like to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they've made some music videos in there. They did. They went. <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, Brendan Elder did a video there. They had lots of plans for it. They were going to turn it into like a Morgan County Teachers Museum and a community vets, center, different things. Um, yeah, a museum for veterans, community center, but they've not done anything with it. And I think. Maybe it's just in such bad shape, but yeah. I'm sure there's grants out there. So the girlies bought it uh, and have, have done some things with it. But I remember, so once you get out of eighth grade at Ryan, most people probably went to Brewer, right? Yes, yes. generally. And it was like intimidating because we go from that little <sighs> school to, Brewer was like a 6A. It was a 6A back then, and then, you know, they have also... Priceville has their own high school now. Oh. Back then, there were Priceville was also schools. included. We had 378 people in my graduating class. Yeah, there so were like just, over, there were like in the thousands, right? Like they yes. were in the school. Yes. I was so excited. I remember being very intimidated though, trying to learn my way around, but I was so excited to go new boys. Me too. <laughs> boys we went to school with they were like our brothers you know yeah. I was like you can't date yeah. your brother <laughs> so I, I remember being so excited to go meet new people <laughs> I was so excited about all the people yeah and the things to do and because I'm like a social butterfly yeah. so yeah. I liked I felt safer at Ryan mm -hmm. uh, being, a little, bit, being a little bit special and different <laughs> uh, but I remember like Kina and yeah like all Angela and all the, but I felt a little 
I wasn't. I, I didn't feel as safe because now all of a sudden, and I felt a little sad because all the people that we were friends with, at least that I was friends with, it kind of like just you that didn't went see away. them anymore. And yeah, and I made new friends at Brewer, but I had a rough time too. Well, it can be isolating when there are that many people mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Just, but I did have you, and that was what I was going to say. Is we used to used to drive. I would ride with you. Uh -huh. I would commute with you to Brewer, and we were listening to like I remember listening to Lori Morgan. <laughs> I'm looking for something in red. You know, I can sing better than that. <laughs> It's so funny because I hardly listen to country I know. music anymore. I remember you telling me that you hate country music now or you don't listen to it. I don't hate it. I, you just I, don't listen I to have it. some. That there are reasons and we won't go into it. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I have a very bipolar playlist. Like that. What do you listen to now? To. If I was, if we were riding in the car now together. Everything. Okay, so on the way over here, Harry Connick Jr., okay. Black Eyed Peas. Okay. Um, I mean, you just never know. <laughs> Edith Piaf. Oh, yeah. My friend Christina and I, we love Edith Piaf and we created a term called Piafing. So I'll, we'll be like, I'm pee-offing in the car, or, you know, I'm pee-offing in the shower. Like, so I'll text you, I'm pee-offing. Yeah, I love Edith Pee. I was listening to her the other day that, je no, je, I can't speak No French. regrets. Yeah, no regrets. No regrets. That's yeah, we, favorite. We used to, I, I know I told this when y'all came to see my show. It was in my little show that I did when I was turned 40, but I told that story about how, you know, there was one guy, well, there were a lot of people that used to call me names. At the uh, Brewer. I had some good experiences at Brewer, too. But one time, Christy... <laughs> I can't remember his name, and I wouldn't say it anyway. But he was he was being rough with me. Or he was calling me names. And Christy, like, in my memory at least... I did. Picked him up by the collar of his shirt and threw him against the wall. And I don't remember what she said, but what I remember is, you better leave him alone or I'll kill you, or something like that. It was that. something along those lines. That's, that's not surprising. She's still that way. <laughs> calls me a Bantam rooster. I love it. Because I'm not big, but I'm fierce. That's Ellen Burke. And when you mess you with family, yeah. you get the rap. You can walk all over me, but I always like to, to stand up for... Well, and we I can talk that. about each other. But you right. better right. not. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you You're going to get about dealt it. with. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember that. And that was one of the things I knew. I had somebody have my back, you know. Always. Yeah. But I've always admired strong women, which is, yeah. And you're y'all are both definitely strong women, which I, which I love. So. At times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have my moments. <laughs> but you, you were really you at Brewer. You were like everything. You were like in sports, and were you a cheerleader? I was not a cheerleader. I was okay. a cheerleader at Ryan. Yeah, but I was a cheerleader in high school. Okay. What made you okay? So you went to Brewer. This is can you, I can go, is that going to be confusing for people when they're talking? We sound a lot alike. We do. I'm that a little under the weather, so mine sounds a little bit different. Christy's today, the husky Marlena Dietrich today. She does. <laughs> Kenyula is the non-husky Marlena. So you started a Brewer, but ended up at Arab. And you know what? Because you were a little bit younger than me, I guess I there was there are parts of your life that I don't know as well as I know right. Christy's because yeah. we weren't experienced. But I didn't know until I was older that you went to Arab, and I started seeing, like on Facebook, that we would have like friends in common. Like, how does she know? How like, do they know each other? Like Amy Fleming. Yeah. I was like, how does she know Amy? <laughs> She's a homecoming queen. Were you homecoming? Yes. <laughs> so, what made you decide to go to to, to Arab and transfer? Um, I had more friends actually in Arab because my cousin Jeremy Mooney, who was like my brother, um, went to Arab, and so I would hang out with him and all his friends really more than people from Brewer. And then our house burned. So yeah, when we moved to the apartment, it was like, well, this is my opportunity that I could go to Arab. And also, I had been told I wasn't going to make the basketball team at Brewer. A, my 11th grade year so I went and talked to the coach at Arab and she was like come play for us and I went there and was like 
top, you know, as a starter. <laughs> so it was, okay. a, it was a good time to transition really. Did it just you? worked out well for me. So you were like Miss Popularity, just like you were Miss Popularity at Brewer and you were Miss I Popularity at yeah. far. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I wouldn't go that far. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> So you still, you have a lot of connections then in Arab. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Jody and I lived in Arab for a little bit before we moved back to Decatur. So Oh, that see, that's another thing. I, I love when stuff like this happens. So when I was teaching at Marion Military Institute, <laughs> I won't say anything controversial, they were having like, I guess, alumni weekend. Was, yep. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't seen you in a long time. It hadn't been a long, years. Yeah, and then you and Jody walked up. <laughs> we were standing across the field, and I knew you taught there. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't sure if you would be there or not, so I'm sure you were in my mind. I was probably looking for you, but across this field, and I told Jody, I said, that's my cousin Jimmy over there. And he's like, there's no way you can tell that's your cousin. I'm like, yeah, that's it's him. him. So we walk over and it was That's Jimmy. all that awesomeness over there. Yeah. She recognized it immediately. I recognize yeah. <laughs> but I just think those connections, like that Jody went to MMI. And I know. I was teaching there and you were there. I mean, it's just like crazy how things end up kind of wrapping The Lord keeps bringing you back together that's right. all the time. Yes. Yeah. I love both of you. We don't see each other enough. We don't. That's one thing that will come out of this podcast. We should like set... Once a year at least. Yes. Once a month might be a little ambitious. <laughs> we say we're we going to go out to eat once a month. We don't do it. Yeah. But, but you know, I know that y'all have done like the Ellenberg reunions before and then I'll never show up. Men are awful. Men in the family are awful, aren't they? they yes. Definitely Ellenberg men. They yes. never show up. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to leave with yes, they're awful. <laughs> it's, yeah. They have good points too. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about Ellenberg men? It's the genes. It's got to be the genes. I mean, nature versus nurture, it's the nature. Yeah. End of that mm -hmm. argument, yes. <laughs> you say this as Jimmy is covered head to toe in gene material. <laughs> I'm bringing jean jackets back. Hey, okay? I they love are it. back. Yeah. Well, I've gained a little and it helps me feel a little. <laughs> you can add <laughs> In my mind, at least. So, back to Ryan. I really do want to go back to this for a second. I remember, like, paddlings at Ryan like yes. I never got one but I know that one of the things <laughs> boy I did I remember I know that one of the things now is that you don't have that in school anymore right I do do you really yes have you ever paddled yes. anybody yes <laughs> I, I actually you're going to get I'm gonna some be in negative trouble. feedback oh um, yeah I last year spanked three children the, the, the entire year. Um, Do you have to have those. parent permission first? Yes. At the beginning of the year, I send home a note that says your child can or cannot. Uh -huh. And if they can, I make sure I call them and get permission from the parent first. You have to like, you have to fill out a sheet that says the date and who the witness was and how many swats and for what reason. Okay. And it's a, it's a big hassle for one thing. But the other, I mean, you use that as a last resort. But um, the specific one that I remember was I had gotten onto a particular child and he yelled at me that that's gay. Um. And that was very disrespectful. <laughs> I could put up with like mean little boys all day long, but that's just not cool yeah. <laughs> to talk to an adult like that. So. I would be awful. I would never be able to paddle it. You don't use a paddle, do you? 
Do you I, that? Yes. <laughs> I can never do. It. I can't. I can't spank my dog. So I can't. Well, I, so she's a spoiled, I, rotten little I rat. Spank, I love my children more than anything in the world, and I spank them. And I'm, like some people don't believe in that, I know, but that's how I was brought up. And yeah. well, at Ryan, mother had her paddle was she's, named. Carl. I remember that. I remember her name that. was carved in that paddle, and you were afraid of Carl. I got four <laughs> from my. I, I also had the pleasure of being in her classroom because there was one teacher for each class. Yeah. And my fourth grade year, she was my teacher, and I got four spankings that year. Oh, yeah, she got me. She paddled me. I shot my PE coach a bird. And <laughs> 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 that is what I was going to say. Not doing a cartwheel oh. down the hall or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we were playing dodgeball, but it was, it was something else, like by numbers. He would call out numbers. And he would only call out the boys' numbers. He wouldn't call out the girls' numbers. And it made me so mad. So when P.E. was over, I did a cartwheel and just gradually shot him a bird. Paul <laughs> <laughs> was turning my car original. Yes. The original woman power at Ryan. Kayla was an early feminist. And, uh... I was. And then he, he wouldn't paddle me. He said it was not right for a man to paddle a girl. So he took me to my mother and she... Tore me up she pretty tore good. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Miss Creel. Yes. Had to paddle. No, I remember Miss Creel, but it was Miss Humphreys, uh, Susan. I remember uh, her. She I was loved beautiful. Her. She was. I was in love first with her. I was in love with her. I was just like worshipped her. She was just like Cinderella. She was so pretty, and Aww. we were her first group that she ever taught. So she was so young and beautiful. I guess she I had left because I don't remember. Where is she now? Is she? I saw her a number of years ago. She came through a walkthrough through my school. Really? Yes. Oh, it, she's as beautiful as ever. I loved Aww, her. I did too. I, I, I remember. Oh, uh, who is it that Miss Miss Kent Can Kentucket Can? I didn't know her. She taught. She taught kindergarten for a little bit. Kentola. Kentola. <laughs> I don't know that one Miss either. Yeah. She must not have been there long. Yes, my mother and I went and visited with her one evening after school. Oh. Because you know my mom was friends with the teachers, yeah. of course. But yeah. I have Miss Kentola, Miss Humphreys for first grade. Then I have Miss Miss Morris. And then Deborah, I had Miss Bowling for third, but then eventually she went up to sixth, seventh, and eighth. Sixth grade. See, I didn't have any of those. They were all gone. But okay, so Miss Bowling, you have Miss Bowling too. I loved yes, her. Yes, loved her. Then I had Faye for fourth and fifth. Which did she teach everything? Is that how that worked? Yes, then? she taught fourteen classes a day. She did fourth and fifth grade. Ooh, yes, fourteen classes. No a planning. Day box. No, no planning. planning. Period. She's kind of Wonder Woman. She is. She is. I mean, she taught everything. Alabama and did history, it well too. English. Yes. I remember. I have. I still have some stuff from her class. I meant to bring Aww. it. We read. Uh, it was a poetry thing, and it was that James Weldon Johnson's trombone. What is that thing about the? It's about the creation of the earth. I think. I'm not. And we had to do a visual one. like. I did like drawings and stuff. They're not great, but it was a whole project, and it was for her class. Aww. And you I got an A. It. Oh yeah. Of course I you got an A. Stuff like that. <laughs> I did really well in, in K through A. When I got to Brewer, though. Did y'all have good grades in high? Y'all had good grades I in high school. I did, yes. yeah. Were you right? <laughs> I, yeah. It came easier for you, I think, um, I, than for it, me. Yeah, I never studied a lot, but I, I really, now, look, Willie, look, <laughs> looking back, I wish I would have applied myself more because I could have done better. Uh, well, I did. But horrible. Well, like, I would get, when I got, and I don't think it was because I, I had, even though I talk about people making fun of me in high school, I still. It wasn't like the end of Had the Had a good world. time, yeah. yeah. So I don't think that's what affected my grades. I think I just started getting lazy or something. and not ca I only cared about the things that I was interested in. That was me. I just, I knew I wasn't going to get like 
a scholarship or anything. So I would make good grades to make good grades, but I didn't really overly apply myself to try to but do we, awesome. We have like educator genes in our family. Grandma, like did Louis you, Ellenberg, okay, did Grandma you, Ellenberg. Did you know that she attended normal school at Sneed? No. Yes, in the 20s. She sure did. She went to college. Really? Back then, yes. Wow. I have a, I'll have to show you. I'll bring it next time. The, the yearbook for the college. Yes. So this is our Grandma Ellenberg. She, she was a, she was really smart. She was. She was uber intelligent and she could write. She, you know, when her house burned, she had poetry. I would give she loved a million English. dollars for all of those poems and things that she had written. She People would always bad. ask me if I was going to go into education because, you know, it was grandmother, mother, sister, Uncle Pete. Yeah. Was also, and I was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a calling. It's not not for me. It's a calling. It definitely is if, if yeah. And, of course, difficult. your mom was on a different side, so, but it's still, it's in you. You've got Grandma Ellenberg and Faye and, like, Yes. Two, yeah. Yes. Actually, my husband is a teacher. His mother is a teacher. His dad was a teacher. So. Really? Yes. <laughs> See, I never thought, I always my whole life said I didn't want to be a teacher, but then after working retail for 10 years. <laughs> and We're then in I, a completely different direction. <laughs> but now I realize, first of all, I wouldn't, give the, I wouldn't trade that for anything in the world. I love doing different things, and I don't know Me that too. I'll end up retiring as a teacher, to be honest with you, but although it's probably smarter to wait. But I like doing this podcast because it's something different to do, but... Um, and that's one of the things I like about Kenyula is that you've like... She's done I'm everything. I'm just all over the place. <laughs> but see, that's another thing in the, that runs in Ellenberg. Like, the ability to like... I think there's that side of being good with people and being yes. able to sell things. and Well, and just having that entrepreneur spirit, you know. Yeah. But I did sales and marketing for 19 years. Um, so that, I mean, I kind of got pigeonholed into that. But again, back to just people. I'm very good with people, reading people and building relationships and maintaining those relationships. So that served me well in my career in sales and marketing, which really with real estate and Pampered Chef, I'm still in sales and marketing. Yeah, you so are. yeah. You're doing I, real estate full time now, right? Full time, yeah. So And she's amazing. For a couple of years <laughs> I just did it part time while I held on to my other job and then uh, just in, in November of two thousand nineteen I left that part and just Doing real estate full time now. What is it that you like about that? It seems real so estate. intimidating to me. I don't think I could ever do that. So it can be extremely stressful, and there's so much more to it than just going and looking at houses. But I love, I mean, I do love looking at houses and helping people find houses. You know, people are just so excited. That's the biggest purchase they're ever going to make. And yeah. so to be a part of that and kind of help them find where they're going to call home and seeing little kids like, oh, this is my room. I love this room. And uh, I remember one family that I helped, they adopted five kids and they were all special needs and they had to find a, a one-story home because they had a girl in a wheelchair and just things like that. It just makes you feel good. Um, yeah. It's not always feel good. You deal with people that can be really mean and rude, sure. but you know, there's, there's more good than bad. What is it? What is the part that we don't see that, that is behind the scenes oh that's my harder? Gosh, the home inspections negotiating, dealing with the bank. I mean, it's just a lot of, you know, dealing with the attorney's offices, title title searches. There's there's so much that goes into it. People yeah. people think you go show a few houses and you get a big paycheck. Collect your that's money. Not, <laughs> that's not how it is at all. I actually have some people that have come to me where I sold their homes and they're like, you know, I thought 
you, you were overpaid and they're like, you're really underpaid for what you do. So <laughs> we have a lot of people in our extended family and my aunt Marion on, you know, she's in real yes, estate and which is successful. also our family on the other on side. The other side. <laughs> <laughs> Second, fourth cousins. <laughs> my aunt Marion is also in real estate and y'all, y'all were and, and Amy. Amy. And our cousin and, and, Amy, and Amy as well. Yes. I said Aunt Amy. Which is our cousin on our mom's side and your cousin on your mom's side. Exactly. So. That's, and they're very <laughs> successful at it too. They yeah. do very well. Well, so do you, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're really good. I have a feeling that you're like, you're very well known in these parts. <laughs> I'm proud of you. You're on billboards. <laughs> She's infamous. <laughs> She's I pay for that though. I have to pay for it. They don't put me up there for free. I was telling Fox we need to get like, because now they do those digital billboards. Yeah, that's what like, I do is the digital okay. billboards. Yeah. I was like, well, right after Law and Order SVU, that's oh. where you are. Yeah. Yeah. That latest one is with, I love Olivia on SVU. But yeah, yeah. I was like, we need to get one of those for the podcast when we, when we once we start monetizing and yeah. can see us up on the billboard. But we'd have to get the package where you get like, you get one appearance for like every and what? it stays up for like 10, <laughs> 10 seconds. seconds. Yeah, because I looked into it. But you're also doing Pampered Chef. What is that about? How did you get into that? Because what's interesting to me is that your mom, so Christy gets a lot of the like education stuff from your mom, but your mom is also kind of an entrepreneur. She's been doing Mary Kay and yes. selling her chic, oh my gosh, her food. Her, her catering. Cakes, catering. Yes. And cakes. So I definitely got that from her. I love to cook. I love to bake. And with Pampered Chef, so I love the product always. It's kind of expensive, but it, you know, you're paying for what you get. And I wanted to, you know, we try to be healthy. And so I wanted to start cooking at home more. And I just felt like if you have better tools and the right tools, you'll cook at home more. And that has really been the case. Yeah. Um, but I do love the product too. I mean, I get so excited to get a new item and <laughs> I do my videos and she makes fun of me. I think that's so smart. <laughs> I think that's really smart though that you you're online, you know, marketing and making those videos because you're really good at it. Well, and I, you know, marketing is kind of one of my things and they say people watch videos more than a picture and it kind of sticks with them more. So that's why I do that. So when people think cooking, Pamper Chef, kitchen products, they think of me yeah. and it works. I mean, I'll have people see a video that I don't even know yeah. and they'll go to my website and buy a product or they'll email me and say, hey, can I have a party? I mean, That's you know, great. yeah. So I, I don't make a ton with it. Um, I mean, one, I had a really good month, one month, but <laughs> I really did it for fun. I mean, I just it's enjoy it. Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I am always hustling. Yeah. That's yeah. true. See, I'm a hustler. I love that. I've gotten to know a lot more hustlers. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> in my life, but I've never been a hustler. Like I, but, but I love that in people, people who are able to just go out there and like the, the first, you, you listen to the podcast, right? Yes. Uh, Carlton mm -hmm. the, from yes. Black, uh, Birmingham Black Repertory Theater Company. They are such a hustler. I mean, like, yes. and I mean that it's like, they right. just it's a go, good go, thing. go, 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 yeah. go. Like, Getting you know, in there. Going after that. it. Yeah. Do you have that too? Yes. Christy? I'm talking to Christy now. <laughs> yes. You have a, oh, Christy has a blog that I love. What's it called? Over Yonder? It's www.letsgoyonder. Let's go yonder. <laughs> yeah. Um, my husband, I love traveling and I actually just started it just for us because we would forget where we'd been and what we'd done and we would start discussing. He's like, you've got to start writing all this down. And so I just did it kind of for fun as well. I enjoy writing and every once in a while I can like pull it up and show it to my kids. Like I actually do write. I'm not just making you You're do good. this. You're a good writer. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. That means a lot to me because, uh, you know, you 
write a lot of papers. <laughs> no, <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that shouldn't be. Like, sometimes I maybe think what I'm comparing I'm co- it to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, you're really good. To freshman writers. You're really good. And you have a good voice. And I love your voice in the ride because I can hear you. I can't really teach voice in You writing, cannot teach it. No, but, it's there or it's not. Yes. It's like the it's like how the Supreme Court uh, defines pornography. Like the community standard is you know it when you see it. Right. That's how it is with voice. Like yes. I know it when you hear it. Like, oh, that's a distinctive voice in there, right? And you got that. I love that. I hate the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you write. I wish I did more writing. He, Fox is starting to write. I'm writing a little bit of a side podcast thing to do on our off time. Something to do with uh, just analyzing an old comic that was written 15 years ago that no one really talks about anymore. So he's really oh, big hey, in the and there's a huge uh, audience for 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 that. You know, yeah. like it's, graphic really... novels are huge, and it's my children love them. It's huge now, and this one it's called Seven Soldiers of Victory. It was by Plug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was this big experimental thing where instead of having one series, they had a different mini-series for every one of the seven, and they were crossing over in little ways, but they basically had to all go it alone. That's cool. Yeah. And he's like, so he's all scientific-minded and everything, so he's like, you know, when I'm planning a podcast, I'm like, okay, let me see if this person will do the interview, <laughs> and there was like one person asked me, you know, do I need to prepare? I'm like, I'm not preparing. I'm not. <laughs> Then, if you he, want to, you can. But, but Fox, and then Fox edits I've it. I bought books. But yeah. Fox, has, Fox has bought books. He's got this like Excel spreadsheet with like his episodes planned out. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. That sounds like mine. That's yeah. I, he is the Excel king. Yeah, I, I'm like. I, it's probably why I've, I, I probably need medication because I'm like, I'm a fly by the seat of the, my pants type A. Yeah. And they don't go together. <laughs> How do you do that with, I'm curious Because you this. have to be so organized as a teacher. Yes. And I've learned that. When I first started at Marion, uh, Frankie <laughs> Oglesby, she told me, I loved her. She passed away, but I love her. And she told me, Jimmy, there's an art and a science to teaching. You've got the art. Now you need to get the science. <laughs> yes, it's true. And it took me a long time. Now that I'm at Bevel, I really do have the science of it down, like the planning and all that. But I'm not a natural planner. But what I know for a fact from knowing people in K through 12 is that, you know, at college level, we don't have to do lesson plans yeah, and stuff right. like that. How do you, because I can walk into a class and not know what I'm going to do because I've done it so many times and I can, but I don't have lesson plans. I have a syllabus. I don't always look at mine because I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like when I write uh, and I've done it, this is my 23rd year. Yeah. But You're I, so young. I, You've been teaching that long. I, <laughs> but uh, anyhow, it's... Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's important to be organized, but sometimes I feel like people are so organized that you like, there's no fun in it. Right. It's it's a fine line. It's kind of like being a parent. Yeah. Between being too strict or not strict enough. It's the same as a teacher. Yeah. You have to have order, but you want them to have fun. And it's just, it's, there, it's an art. It really Do you, is. There needs to be a spontaneity into it. Yeah, I've, I've, read, sure. that, I've read that same thing with, uh, with long-running TV series where, like, if they plan out every single bit, it's like checking off on a list. You, you yeah. lose some verbs. It is, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's boring, but as far as that goes, like, children need, especially this day and time, because a lot of them do not have consistency within the home, and they need that consistent Yeah. You know, schedule that they know what's going to happen. Hey, you know what? I'm that way. I mean, <laughs> I like structure. Do you really? Yes. I was going to ask you that. Do you like, Are you? do you have a planner and you? Yes, I have a great planner. It's just for real estate agents and it's great. <laughs> it's not on my list. It does not exist in my mind. I think I exist in an in-between. First of all, I'm one of those people who swings to extremes. So like I can go back and find journals where I started 
listing what I was going to do at every moment. Like I would have 8.30, wake up, 8.45, <laughs> eat a banana. I do that. Not, See, that's why I said I, I need do that anymore, medication though. or something. I'm so mercurial. See, I had to play games with myself because I started, I, went, I worked out for like five years and I was in the running. best shape and I was running. And I've started back. It's been about eight weeks and, I'm, and I've lost that's two so inches hard. off my waist. It's Go great. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be like Oprah and pull my fat out. Of my <laughs> but I have found that I have to play games with myself. If I say to myself, this is when I'm working out, I won't do it. I can plan other things, but there are other things that I have to leave open space for. It stresses like, me out. If I yes. have to say, I'm working out for an hour every day. Yes. And I'm just like, I can't take that. See, so if much, I don't have stress. it on my calendar, it is not getting not done. Do so that's how we're... What do you <laughs> schedule? I used to schedule meditation. I used to schedule dates with people like <laughs> dinner or lunch dates i used to schedule like tv shows that i wanted to watch do you go that far i don't go that far okay. with tv shows but i do with working out i mean i even put pick drew up from school i mean like because i get so busy and so lost in thought and like i'll forget I mean, like i said if it's not on you'll my, forget to pick him <laughs> yeah if it's not on my calendar it doesn't exist i'm telling you <laughs> trips is it all planned out like your vacations sometimes and sometimes it, it's it's not I, part of the fun for me is the planning yeah she loves yeah. to plan I trips. love planning and I go and I scour the websites for what cool stuff there is to do and I like to do off the beaten path and just searching for places you she loves to search for different houses or places or resorts just, or whatever yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm always like you find where we're gonna go but go. like okay so <laughs> we're, we're going next week and they're not going with us because we're going we're staying at a a little place in uh Dangriga in Belize okay. that's oh. at the jungle oh and it's um anyway that's not her thing no so we're going no, no we're going uh, to Antigua and we're gonna stay at Sandals <laughs> <laughs> Her husband was like, I wish y'all were going with us. I'm like, yeah, me too. But that whole jungle, which staying in the jungle, no thank yeah, you. My, my friend Tammy that I was telling you about earlier, she's always was worried when I was planning something for us because she never knew which way I was going to go. Like I said, again, material. It could be it could be nice and, and fancy yeah. or it could be in a tent. Yeah. I mean, you and never I'm know with me. Out. It's just whatever mood we're in. Yeah, yeah they want us to go. Okay, uh, no, thank you. I want a bed and a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm not about that. But that last, one of the, I think maybe the last blog of yours that I read, it may have been the last one you did, there was a lot going on there and I was thinking, I don't think I would have been comfortable in that. Wasn't there a lot like, weren't y'all like roughing it a little bit? Am I re remembering it's, the wrong uh, blog? Uh, in, Probably in one of them, they roughed it a lot. We did. I don't know that I wrote it. We stayed at a little place in Morrison, Tennessee when the weather first got really cold and it was like 40 degrees in a tent. But we just bundled up. It was fun. And we went hiking, saw some waterfalls that were dry. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I love that. I love waterfalls. I do too. I like we photograph We go chasing yeah. waterfalls all the time. <laughs> we used to go to that one in Coleman all the time. Yeah, yes. I love that. And I remember I almost died. We were Seriously, it's the first near-death experience I had. We were climbing around the edge of the waterfall or whatever. There's like a path, I think. And I lost my hold. And I remember thinking, I am about to die. And I was like a little kid. And it's it just that scary. feeling, that that weird, empty, like, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
That's a fun story. <laughs> well, then y'all need to go to Highlands. There's lots of waterfalls in Highlands. We were talking about that earlier. So. Our, our main goal that we want to do is to get in good enough shape that we can do Machu Picchu, which oh is like a, a four-day... And then Kenya was out, and I'm like, well, do you have to, I mean, do you four get a days, shower? And she's days. like, no, and I said, I'm not going Ooh. where I can't I take a shower for four days, and I've got to take the bus. Yeah. How do you get in shape for that? What do you, are you going to, like, train? What well, do you we, hike, we do a lot of hiking. And yeah. everything cross training. Yes. Because mm -hmm. I have, I read one story of one couple, which they had traveled extensively prior to that, and they didn't make it they made it like halfway had to turn around really yeah and i'm i'm not doing a trip of a lifetime to not do no. what i went there yeah. to do yeah i'm gonna do it yeah you just need to cross train cross train with your hiking and it you might have to run you might I have to get like some running if i'm running it. you better get out of there because something's coming and it's not <laughs> she is so, it's a mental it. block for her because she's a good runner like i've made her go with me before <laughs> And she's jogging along like totally fine, and I'm huffing and puffing, and I'm just like, "See, you can do this," but that's a mental block for it's her. Like, she just fun. doesn't want to do it. I don't like it. I like to do like martial arts okay. or play sports. I don't like to just be running to be running. Okay. You remember one of the things I remember about? Where are we on time? We're at 41 minutes. Okay, <laughs> we could go for three hours. But um, this is going to be my favorite podcast. I think. And, and then people are going to be like, "What are they doing? What are they even talking? Who cares? This episode is for us. Yeah, and that's it." I remember Miss Bowling. I was telling my students this the other day because they were really bored in class one day, and I do try not to lecture the whole time. I don't believe that. I disagree with a lot of people who say that lecture's dead and students don't need lecture. Because I do think, you have to explain things. Yeah. So I try to mix it up and do a little group work and a little whatever. Even at college level, we're trying. But uh, they were bored and I was like, you know, maybe I should do like my Miss Bowling used to do in sixth grade. She was really into karate at the time. She had a brown yes, belt. And she was like, mind, body, and soul. Okay, everybody get up. We're going to do some, uh, what's it called? Isometric exercises. <laughs> She would try to get us moving, and then we would sit back down. And it actually is not a bad idea. Get your blood flowing. And I love martial arts. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you still do, you do it? I don't still. I, I did for a long time, actually. I loved it. And I always, like, my, my instructor, she was like, she quits every day. Yeah. <laughs> in her mind. But she's continued doing it all through these years. She's a fifth degree now. And in my heart, I've never quit, yeah. even though I'm not doing it now. But I probably couldn't fight my way out of a brown paper bag right yeah. now but <laughs> well we know that you could pick that boy up in hospital <laughs> <laughs> were you studying karate then were no you... i didn't you start were you were dangerous though when she was I doing karate she thought she could whip anybody like i remember <laughs> we go shopping at christmas and i'm telling them y'all get your keys out before we go outside you know before we get to the car and she's like nobody wants to mess with us i'm back on this yeah <laughs> see i was never athletic or anything like i was always into i remember the first play i ever did or sort of like a play was at Ryan and it was this little Christmas thing and I played an elf not a fairy an elf and there were three of us and I thought this was so clever because the first elf walked in this was in the gym and it was a little play a skit and the first elf said I'm cold and the other one said I'm hungry and then I came in and go I'm cold and hungry and I thought that was so funny but I remember coach um coach oh, Adams, Adams was my basketball coach, coach Adams too. One time when he was gone, we had a sub, and of course everybody was just awful, but except Aww. me, I really wasn't. Yeah. And he came back. And he was gonna. He, he his punishment was that everybody was gonna have to do boot camp. Okay, this I have never. I couldn't <laughs> do one pull up in the president's <laughs> fitness. Day. And I remember this was the beginning of my like standing up to the man, you know. <laughs> 
Because I was like, I should not have to do that because I was good. You can ask the sub. I should. And I didn't. Coach Adams let me, like, go great paper. That was your reward. Was very, I really remember that about him, that he was very fair. Yeah. And, I, of course, I idolized him because he was my basketball coach. But he was a, a nice man. I liked him a lot. Yes. I remember him, and I remember, where is where is he now? Do we know? The last that I heard, he was principal at a little small school in Coleman County. What about Malden? Ted Malden. Where is he now? <laughs> I don't know. Jody, my husband's dad, was friends with uh, was friends with him, and I think he just he lives in Coleman and lays out in his pool. I think and <laughs> <laughs> just living the good life. When was tired? Uh, well, so what we'll do to wrap up is we'll come back to Ryan. I think people will be interested in our antics. Maybe. I think yeah. we should have at least once a year our own podcast. Potentially four or five yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're fun. When was Uncle Pete? Wasn't he principal for He was. A long he time? was. He was actually, he hired me. He's the one who gave me my first nepotism. It was, actually. I did. But once I was hired and they saw that I did a good job, yeah. but I don't think I would have gotten hired that first year had it not been for him. Yeah. Well, it's not like people were probably banging down the doors to teach at Ryan, maybe. Well, they, everybody they needs a job know. back then. It's not like it is yeah. now where it's getting more I difficult. I can't even remember if he was there when I was there or if Mr. Malden was there. I don't remember. But he was there for a few years. Mom would know. I taught under him. He was not a huge disciplinarian. No, oh, really? He would send a child to him and he'd give him candy and send him back to class. <laughs> well, I remember <laughs> Mom was telling me a story about one kid cussing on the bus or something. He wrote a letter and he was cussing in his letter and so the bus driver took it to Uncle Pete, and instead of getting on to the kid, he was like, now listen, if you're going to write these kind of letters, you at least need to spell the words right. <laughs> 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 when did yeah. he pass away? It's been, some, it's been a while. It's been a while. When did Pete. Ken pass away? Do you remember? You could remember. Was it oh seven? Oh, no, like a, dad was, oh, yeah, yeah, oh seven, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Jeanette passed away on my birthday. Um, yeah. So I, for a long time, I wouldn't even celebrate my birthday. I was like, mm. but now it's, 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 this is not sad. I promise. I yeah. mean, it sounds sad, but it's, but I can't remember the year, but I do remember that Whitney Houston died the same year. So I try to not remember things like that. Yeah. I tried to just gloss over the bad and I just remember the good yeah. stuff. And, and that's probably what I But it's funny how those things stick with us too. Like I remember, um, Michael Jackson died like around the time that dad did and i can't remember if it was the same year or if it was like a year before or after at the same time frame yeah. but i you associate we were, those things we were, yeah. we were eight well you weren't an 80s kid necessarily but i was born in 79 so yeah. she was she was right in there yeah. she was she was hanging out on my shirt tails there was another thing that i remember about because you said that about the bus driver i remember <laughs> i rode the bus all the time there are, i have a lot of our parents Put our lives into those people's hands because they were crazy. I remember, some of y'all, them. If, if anybody who knew me at Mary Military knew how, like, I was, I was, my reputation was to stand up to people and be a fighter or whatever. It has been there the whole time because I remember, and I love her. God bless Rita Chambers. <laughs> bless her heart. She was out of control on that but bus. She, so. I, Bouncing and jostling. I went to the principal and said, She is putting our lives in danger. <laughs> Like, I was that. taking a stand. Bless her heart. She had to put up with But we had fun on the bus. Oh, gosh. I remember hitting the... I love the bus. Sitting in the back and when you're yes. over bumps, you were like... Yes. Yeah. Like and mother singing. drove to and from school. I could ride to We would ride the bus. We would ride the bus. Yeah. I miss riding the bus. Oh, so many memories. Um, 
one thing I wanted to talk about because there was something that Kenya and then this will close us out and then we'll go eat because I'm getting hungry. And talk yes. a lot more, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk more. It'll be the off the record stuff. <laughs> um, well, and what's interesting to me, I think cousins always have kind of a bond even if they don't see each other a lot. Yeah. Always. And so like seeing y'all now has been like, I mean, I don't want to cry, but it has really been really cool to like, because sometimes you can like, because you don't see each other a lot, but when you do, you're, you're so busy catching up. But, like, doing this and just getting to, like, sh shoot the breeze with you, yeah, it's really nice. There's so many shared memories. Yeah, and I forget. Yeah. But when and the, triggering memories. And triggering, like, yeah. yeah. Kenula said recently something about, you, were, you said something about accents or something. <laughs> yes. And, like, how we sound or whatever. And one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast, and this is what's going to help us wrap up, I promise. Sure. <laughs> uh, what I think there's so much talent beauty wonderful things like right here around us where we are like you don't have to be famous or rich or whatever to do you know what i mean to have meaning in your life oh. so what is it you think that people because when you said that about accent i was like i think that we should be proud of our accents i think that we should what would you want people to know about growing up in north alabama living here that they that maybe they wouldn't think they know and what do you, what do you think are some of the misconceptions that people have well i think when people hear our country accent they immediately think we're not educated yeah oh that that's true having an accent doesn't make you ignorant yes no yeah. not at all i mean no. i think we're all highly educated here at this table yes. but um, people hear us talk and cut up and i don't i don't take myself serious i'll make fun of myself and um and so sometimes i think people you know, they hear that, they hear the way we talk, we can act silly or what, and they just think we're not smart. It's not That's true. It. It's not it true. It is not true. <laughs> it is so not true. What do you think? And when you travel, you know, people, they hear your accent. A lot of people love it, though. There are a certain group of people that think that we're not as intelligent as they are, but there's, in general, people tend to, to like the accent. It's softer, it's kinder, but every group, from wherever they're from, they have something to offer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I... I learned a long time ago is that it was when I was in grad school I realized that my mother who has a high school education and sounds very southern <laughs> is one of the smartest people I know wisdom well yes. but it's yes. a little different because back then I think higher education was not as common as it is now yeah. so that you know yeah. to say she just has a high school education it's different than to say it's that today. It's definitely different. Yeah. But the more, it's just, I think we need to be, people need to be open to the idea that everything doesn't look and sound the same. That, that right. education and wisdom look and sound different in different people. Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. But that's, and, I, and you guys are super, super, super smart. Oh, you know what I was just telling somebody the other day? I hate when people use super all the time. <laughs> super smart. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligent. Are you some sort of Superman? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I guess we'll wrap it up because we could just go forever. But I really thank you for doing oh, this podcast. Thank you for driving up here. Oh, yeah. and it was super fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had a super great time. I love you both, and we're ending now. <laughs> thank you for listening to Where You Are, a podcast created by Jimmy Ellenberg and edited by Fox Williams. The introductory music was Bright in the Corner Where You Are, a song performed by Billy Pollard and created by Ina Dudley-Ogden and Charles Hutchinson-Gabriel. The interlude music, Dead Inside, was taken from the Little Spoon album by Patricia Taxon. All music was used with permission. Thank you again for listening, and have a nice day, wherever you are. <laughs>